Welcome to a Great Big City News for Thursday, January 17th. Today, the latest news, this week in history, upcoming events, and our concert calendar. If you are a New York-based business and would be interested in sponsoring our podcast, visit agreatbigcity.com slash advertising to learn more. With an explosion, a splash, and cheers, one more piece of the old Tappan Zee Bridge dropped into the Hudson on Tuesday. A controlled demolition brought down the eastern span of the bridge, with the middle section having been dismantled and lowered down onto barges during the summer of 2018. Currently, the plan is for the similar western span to be dismantled, with no plans announced to bring it down with explosives. Debris from the old Tappan Zee has been placed underwater along the Long Island coast to create artificial reef habitats for sea life. The bridge originally opened on December 14, 1955, and has been replaced by a new cable-stayed bridge at a cost of almost $4 billion. Ford's Chariot van service is shutting down February 1, 2019. The light blue commuter vans offered rides on two routes, from Midtown to Williamsburg, and a Brooklyn route from Greenpoint to Dumbo, the rides costing $4 each or $119 for a monthly pass. Chariot began service in San Francisco in 2014 and launched in New York City in 2017, but will be shutting down service in all cities by February. Record Tourism in New York City The city's marketing corporation, NYC & Company, released the 2018 year-end tourism figures showing a record 65.2 million visitors to New York City. Of the 13.5 million international visitors, the UK, China, Canada, and Brazil represented about 1 million visitors each. The 2018 figure was 2.4 million more than in 2017, and New York City & Company is predicting 67 million visitors will visit the city in 2019. It's the 10th anniversary of Captain Sullenberger's skilled landing of U.S. Air Flight 1549 in the Hudson River, an event that would become known as the Miracle on the Hudson. After sustaining engine damage and striking a flock of Canada geese on takeoff from LaGuardia Airport, Captain Sullenberger radioed air traffic control that he had lost engine thrust and may need to return to LaGuardia, but quickly realized he may need to perform a water landing in the Hudson River. Here's some audio of that moment provided by the FAA and New York Tracon. Cactus 1549, turn left lane 270. Uh, this is uh, Cactus 1539, hit first, lost thrust on both hits, returning back towards LaGuardia. Okay, uh, you need to return to LaGuardia. Turn left heading of uh, 220. 220. Tower, stop your departure. He's got emergency returning. It's 1529. He, he uh, bird strike. He lost all engine. He lost the thrust in the engines. He's returning immediately. Cactus 1529. Which engines? He lost thrust in both engines. He said. Got it. Cactus 1529. We can get it for you. Do you want to try to land 1913? We're unable. We may end up in the Hudson. The flight crew's quick actions turned a potential disaster into a flawless rescue operation as the plane remained floating in one piece and various Hudson River ferries and FDNY vessels arrived on the scene to rescue people from the 36-degree water. For the 10th anniversary, Captain Sullenberger shared his memories on Twitter, revealing that he had just met his first officer, Jeff Skiles, a few days earlier and that he only saw the flock of birds about three seconds before impact, which caused both engines to shut down. Today, the fuselage of the Airbus A320 is on display at the Carolinas Aviation Museum. 
It was one year ago on January 17th that two suspects were captured after doing a burnout in Times Square and striking a police officer as they tried to flee. Video of the wild incident went viral as it showed a car club driving recklessly through Times Square. Then the suspect's 500-horsepower Mercedes AMG C63 hit one of the police officers as he was attempting to pull the car over. After striking the officer, the car sped away, chased by officers on foot. In June 2018, the driver, Arvi Santos, received a $500 fine and nine months in prison for first-degree reckless endangerment and driving without a license. The news wasn't so different one year ago, when Governor Cuomo pledged state funds to reopen the Statue of Liberty during another federal government shutdown. While it's an unwelcome reminder of the inability of national politics to keep the lights on, it's a helpful way to measure the increasing cost of operating the Statue of Liberty over the years. During a 2013 shutdown, the cost was $61,600 per day, which had increased to $65,000 per day five years later, and was also the figure quoted when the second shutdown of 2018 began on December 22nd. For the current shutdown, which has now become the nation's longest at 26 days, New York State has been paying the national government $65,000 per day to keep Ellis Island and the statue open to visitors, a total of about $1.69 million so far. Here's our park of the day, the Park Avenue Malls at 59th Street. The third section of three total Park Avenue Malls, this section begins just across 59th Street from the second section, but was completed two years later. It's the longest section, stretching from 59th to 97th Street, adding a bit of green between the north and southbound lanes of Park Avenue. If you're visiting the Park Avenue Malls this week, Stop by the Power to the People exhibition at the Arsenal in Central Park at 63rd Street on the east side. Curated by NYC Park's Ebony Society, this selection of art and historic photographs shows how New York City's parks have featured in public demonstrations and protests over the years. The exhibition is free and open to the public from January 17th to February 28th. Call 212-360-8163 with any questions. And now let's check in with our robot friend for the concert calendar. Here's the AGBC concert calendar for the upcoming weekend. Handguns are playing the Knitting Factory in Brooklyn on Thursday, January 17th starting at 6 p.m. Hunter Tones are playing the Brooklyn Bowl in Williamsburg on Thursday, January 17th starting at 6 p.m. Tishmal and Glitch Cake are playing the Delancey on the Lower East Side on Thursday, January 17th starting at 6.30 p.m. Dizzy Bats are playing the Meat Locker in Montclair, New Jersey on Thursday, January 17th starting at 7 p.m. Panic at the Disco is playing the Prudential Center Newark on Friday, January 18th, doors open at 7 p.m. And the Glitch Mob are playing Shimonsky in Williamsburg on Friday, January 18th at 10 p.m. Thanks for listening. Find more fun things to do at a greatbigcity.com slash events. Checking in with the weather, the historic highs and lows for January 17th. Record high, 63 degrees Fahrenheit in 1990. Record low was negative 2 degrees Fahrenheit in 1977. Weather for the week ahead, mixed precipitation tomorrow through next Wednesday with high temperatures peaking at 48 degrees on Sunday. Thanks for listening to A Great Big City. If you're a new listener, and I know you are because it's only episode two, please visit agreatbigcity.com slash podcast to find out more. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening. Have a great day. 